What's going on, guys? And welcome back to this episode of Split Screen D&D, the place where we're attacking all things Dungeons & Dragons, or in this case, TTRPG. Oh, we're expanding. Expanding, oh, expanding boy. the horizons. Uh, but as always, my name's Tom Quinn, resident Dungeon Master here at Modern Myth. And I'm Josh Winans, resident player character here at Modern Myth. Well, oh boy, Tom, do I have a subject in mind for you today. I, I want to be able to focus on what you're saying, but the sweet aroma of cherrywood is... Oh. Oh, do you smell that? Oh, that's nice. Oh. That's nice. Well, hey, what are you using there, Tom? Oh, oh I'm, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, this shameless plug is actually uh, for one of the many pieces of kit that are going to be showing up uh, very, very soon. We're hammering out the final details uh, over on uh, patreon.com slash modmyth. Um, but you'll be seeing these whiskey smokers showing up uh, both on the Patreon side as well as... Uh, giveaways, what have you else, mm -hmm. coming down the pipeline. For all of you who are 21 and older, yeah. otherwise it can be used for smoking juices. And <laughs> anyways, let's... Uh... <laughs> Let us continue. What what do you got on the roster for? Well, us I thought we could talk about alignment today. Yes. Yes. But we've, we've already talked about alignment. Oh, that's true. We have talked you don't, about you alignment. Don't, you don't really know what we've done. I, have you? I don't know anything about what's going on <laughs> Well, right I was... <laughs> Well, I figured it, not alignment so much as chaotic good, blah, 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 but like alignment at the table between player character and DM and oftentimes the misalignment that yes. can happen the, uh, between the, the, the two groups. The misalignment. Mm -hmm. Before we get into misalignment, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, we are perfectly aligned with you beautiful people at home. You guys are crushing it. Uh, but for those of you who are just slightly out of alignment, now's your time to smash that like button, hit that subscribe, hit that bell, hit the notification, hit the share, do the stuff, go, you know the places, yeah. get it all, uh, do it all. Uh, at, actually, I, I will, I, I want to add to the kind of the, the spurring on of this topic uh, that this really was, uh, for me anyways, uh, heavily influenced by a comment that came through from, and and forgive me if I am botching, uh, again, uh, botching the names here. I'm doing my best. You embarrass to... <laughs> us constantly, Tom. Jeez. Uh, but I believe I believe the pronunciation, Andrew Deutzman? Deutzman? Okay, I'm sorry, Cor man. Correct me down. Correct me, correct me down in the, uh, in the comments. But uh, just delivered a... Uh, really, this was on the Return to the Dungeon video, um, the what second to last video from season one, um, and it was it was a, a surprisingly kind of sincere and like uh, maybe maybe I'm way off base, but seemingly like a pretty heartfelt examination of that experience of being a DM who has like passionately set up your dungeon. You're so excited only to find that your players have no interest in mm. dungeon crawling. Yeah. And kind of the 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 comment continued on to to really talk about that uh that misalignment and I I almost immediately I I, I wrote him back in the comments and said I love this comment. There's an episode here, so mm -hmm. let me let me really get back to it in the episode. And here we are. And here we are. Wow. Here we are. It's a circle of life, baby. Man, it's uh I'm I'm not even gonna try to open oh, that opening yeah, riff to do Lion it. King. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. I'll do it randomly sometime during the episode, right. or sometime during the season is fine. That's it's <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to do it. Don't waste it. On this. Okay. Don't waste it now. But um, yeah, I think this is a really good topic and and one uh, that spans many a table and not just the because we are again expanding. I I'd, I'd even add I think it spans every table to some extent. Mm -hmm. 
you as a DM and your players aren't perfectly aligned in, Probably in what you come to the table for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and to some extent, it's one of the beauties of TTRPGs is mm-hmm. I can sit down and play game XYZ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can jump into World of Warcraft and my experience will be precisely... I, I'm, I'm not governed by other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. And in some regards, I think you end up experiencing portions of the game that you you may not naturally reveal to yourself in trying to find that common ground with the other side of the screen. Mm. Um, and I think that that's a good thing. I mean, much much like exploring other systems within whatever system you're playing, if, if, I, if, if I am injecting elements into the game that I really get a lot out of, mm-hmm. that you guys maybe wouldn't have asked for as just like a, hey, we got to do this. Again, that's not to say all of them will be hits. You might you might go like, yeah, I'm just I'm just not into puzzles. Doesn't matter how many you're you're probably most- sorry. Yep, that's me. Yeah, I know you're not a puzzle guy. But the but the other the other thing is 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 I think there are probably some things that you are on the fence about or or um, or maybe just haven't even really considered as a way of engaging with the TTRPG space. Right. And we can both kind of bring those to the table in, in finding that middle ground. Right. And it's, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't say like, I'll, I'll die before I do a puzzle. It's just not my favorite aspect of the game. And then I very rarely So that. next session, a bunch more puzzles is what you're kind of getting at. But if we play with my wife, absolutely, because uh, that's her favorite part. But, um... Ooh. The smooth flavor of cherry wood in this whiskey is... You already did your shameless plug, buddy. You only get one. You only get one. So, (laughs) But uh, so I think you hit on something that I was thinking about when you were presenting this topic to me, and that's really realizing that that when you all sit together at a table, DM and PC, you're not just sitting in an isolated bubble. You are entering into a relationship with everyone at the table, PCs and DMs alike, and that... It's obviously you're not like there's different types of relationships and it's it, you know you don't have to be the bestest of best friends you don't even have to be friends but there is a relationship there that you you need to to figure out and to think that you can just come down and sit and not have a relationship with everyone I think will bite you in the in the in the rear end sooner or later yeah no doubt I I and I really like that framing I think it's a it's a pretty safe framing <laughs> excuse me it's a pretty safe framing um, I think in in thinking about this topic, because it could be really easy for me to go, well, well, you know, it's a game. I'm the DM. It's my mm-hmm. game. This mm-hmm. is the way it's gonna. Um, but that's not the way you behave in relation. You don't maintain relationships, right? Uh, through that. So I think, I mean, there are the actual human relationships taking place at the table, mm-hmm. but I think there is some uh, some layer on there, which is your experience of the game and what you want to experience of the game mm-hmm. that that is in constant negotiation with mm-hmm. your dm and with the other players right um and i really like thinking about uh it, it's conceptually i think something that uh certainly the verbiage i think maybe maybe i don't want to credit the wrong person but i want to say maybe a uh, basic expert i was sp- speaking with him but about the idea that the game is always an ongoing negotiation mm-hmm. between uh, your DM and your player. And I think he was meaning it very pragmatically. Like, you guys are negotiating a scenario that that serves to keep you alive as best, and, and you're doing your best to appeal to the world mm-hmm. as as to... to but, but I think in the same regard, this in this exact same context, the, almost the same thing uh, could be said. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think, like that framing. Yeah, so I just think that's a good place to start. And, and 
different uh, systems and heck, different encounters might involve different like well, mainly systems. The relationship might change. So if yeah, you sit down definitely. and play D and D versus uh, I'm just reading the Dune. Uh, Adventures in the Imperium book, which oh man, that's a that's a hardcore. It's a book. doozy. It's a doozy. Um, that 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 is a totally different, almost not totally different, but it's a different relationship between. And so it, it depends on a lot. It needs to be flexible. Is kind of more what I'm getting at. Yeah, I I think so. And I think that every system will tolerate a certain amount of um, defiance for whatever that central point is. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I, I think you can take a system that is fundamentally pretty gritty, and if you want to run it more lighthearted, and and there you you find uh, that that's more the middle ground. I think you can do that. Mm-hmm. I think that there are systems. I, I mean, we can speak from experience on the five E standpoint mm-hmm. that you can push five E to an extent. Yep. At some point, there you do get to that place where you start going. Am I using? Am, am I trying to screw this screw in with a hammer? That, you know. <laughs> right, right, and, right, right. And I think to actually that that really can lend itself. To I, I'm I'm glad that we got in this space uh, to to a misalignment because I think um, there's the misalignment between players and DMs. There's also the misalignment between uh, human beings. Play, I'm going to say players, but I mean the DM as well. The, all the players at the table mm-hmm. and the system they're trying so. to use to find that common ground. Um, and okay, you know, so I, for instance, if I'm wanting to run a super gritty hardcore experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can get there with fifth edition, but there's probably a dozen systems. Not probably, there are a dozen systems <laughs> that will do that better. Right. And it may just be a deal where, when I present you with all the player side rules from fifth edition, you cannot fathom why I'm trying to push you into this gritty hardcore space right. when you're a half centaur, half tiefling. <laughs> Uh, what would I be if I was a half pixie on your third cousin side? What you know, whatever, whatever it ends up being. Right, right, right. Artificer. But, I don't know. But that, <laughs> that, you know, it's totally reasonable for a player to go. I don't, I don't get it. Like yeah. why, you know? Whereas if I present you with, you know, if I present you with uh, OSE, or if I present you with, um, you know, a, a a really kind of hardcore Morkborg. Uh, you know, just I mean, something that's designed to be horrible. Um, then, then it's a deal where you look at, you know, you look at your spread and you go like, even even if you want to be more on that fifth edition space mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. want to be over in the uh, Dune Adventures in the Imperium, wherever you want to be, yeah, yeah, you can at least understand like why the experience is what it is, given right. the given the bounds that you're. You're delivered. So well, that and that's a good segue to what I was gonna say. Uh, thinking next uh, was kind of like know why you want. Uh, so as a, I'm kind of speaking for DMs, and I'm sorry, I I I'm, I'm just feel dirty thinking about being a DM. But you should you should feel dirty thinking you can speak on our. <laughs> there we go. There's that's the proper <laughs> far, proper verbiage there. But um, knowing why you want to change the game in a certain way, like. So uh, the, a common thing, you'll, uh, a disagreement might be, you know, I want to have a low fantasy setting, and in a game like D and D five E, where you know magic is is everywhere, that uh, and healing, <laughs> <laughs> you got to sting it in there, like it 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 just. Like you're saying, it, it doesn't fit exactly, but you, you can make it work. Yeah, For sure, you can 100 make it work. But as a player, and you're telling me like, hey, I want to make a low magic, it's like, no. We're playing 5e. 
Like everything is, and I want to play a magic user. So that's the beginning of the misalignment is right, right. there. Right. So and yeah, I think that that does really lean on the fact that the system doesn't encourage that that style of right, play. Right. So there, where do you go from there? Okay, you've identified. Hey, we have a misalignment, and I think uh, the great starting point. It's kind of uh, it's it's funny that when I was thinking about this, it's like it's just a, it is a relationship because if you have a disagreement with someone, you can be like, "Hey, I'm sick and tired of uh, always going out to eat at the same t- uh, as, at the same place all the time." That's the surface argument. The deeper argument is, I, I feel like we've gotten a, ru- a rut. Uh, uh, we have our routines, and I want some spontaneity back in a relationship. And this is kind of the same thing. We're like, it is too late. Uh, but like getting deeper, why do you want a low magic setting? Well, maybe you want your gritty. Maybe you don't want like magic constantly saving these heroes. You want them to feel mortal. And uh, the high magic doesn't really allow that as well. And then when you tell me that, I was like, oh, I can get behind that now. Now that I understand, it's not like you just want to screw me because I want to play wizard. You, there's something you want to get out of this game. Yeah, yeah. And and I think uh, oh, you, you touched on two things there. One, being, being in a position where... Um, I would say especially in the 5th edition space, but, um, uh, you know, we'll all have to hear from some commenters chiming in. There, I think there are vast swaths of people who pay lip service to the notion, like, oh, the DM's a player too, like, it's important that they they pay lip service to that notion. Uh, I, and, uh, you know, I... I love being a DM. I really, like, again, there's... there's it's very infrequently, You're if so at all... weird, man. That, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's just it's just a deal where, you know, like I think there are some people who, again, they get burnt out. They they want they're mm-hmm. they're longing for that player seat. Yeah, yeah. I it's super rare that I'm sitting in the DM side and I'm going, man, I wish I didn't have to run this game. Mm-hmm. Like I I love running the game, so I I can't really speak to not. I'm also pretty. I I I you I'm, are pretty. Thanks. I'm. <laughs> Uh, pr- pretty flexible, I think, in terms of like I'm not I'm not hugely sold. I mean, this a- anyone who's followed this channel knows that I have my gripes with some of kind of the core things uh, about the fifth edition system. Um, few, um, but I I mean it, it doesn't ruin the experience for me. Mm-hmm. It just it's it clearly is delivering a different experience, and mm-hmm. I think I think that that idea of one like as a DM being able to say to your players like. The reason that I'm I want to run this, you know, maybe we're running a, sh- a short campaign, maybe we're running a segment of our current campaign, mm-hmm. maybe we're running, maybe we're starting a whole new campaign, and I'm going, hey, what do you guys think about doing this as like a low fantasy mm-hmm. vibe? Um, is to be able to say like, this is this this is the foundation for why I want to do this mm-hmm. instead of, mm-hmm. uh, and again, I think it's a perfectly reasonable, it would be a perfectly reasonable request from the other side of the screen to go, well, are you sure fifth edition's the right place to do this? Right. right. Because I, I mean, kind of like we talked about, we've talked about on a number of other episodes. If you present someone with 400 options and, and 380 of them are high fantasy related options telling them, Hey, we, what do you think about running a low fantasy? is like saying, can you run with these other 20 options? Right. Whereas there's a system out there that has tons of options or, or, or in some cases, a lack of options, which there's a whole conversation on how that, how that might mean more options. Right. 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 Um, that, that facilitate that beautifully. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, so I think I, I really do think that, uh, it, it shouldn't be, 
uh, it shouldn't be slept on that some of the misalignment that's being generated in the group might well the the, the fulcrum of that misalignment might be the system itself. So it's mm-hmm. you know that's it's, it's, good wor- point. it's worth an examination. But should you find that hey we all know this is the system we want to play mm-hmm. and we do just find that we we want different things out of that. Um, Again, I think you, as you, as you outlined, you're in that relationship space. One, yeah. one option is to go like, "Fuck you, we're not, we're not running high fantasy. I'm gonna go, I, you know, I'm out of here. I'm gonna go find someone who gives me all the low fantasy I need whenever I want it." Like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Uh, that's, I mean, that is one way to respond. It, yeah, um, that is one way to respond. And 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 I'll say, I guess if it's your ninth campaign and you voiced this desire the other eight campaigns and it's never been received or heard. Maybe, it is. maybe that is the, the yeah. time to do it. But, but by and large, I think most people are coming to the table to have a good time. And most mm-hmm. people understand that everyone will have a better time. If everyone shows up willing to be flexible, willing to yeah. uh, uh, compromise. Yes. Um, and uh, one of those pivots that I would say is, that is a great, way of compromising doesn't mean you have to go like well i want really low fantasy you want really high fantasy so we're just going to play this kind of lukewarm medium medium (laughs) medium fantasy it could just you know and and this is something that i I, not so much on the low high fantasy in our world Mm -hmm. but certainly um you know one i think it's just good world building that different locales different regions have different cultural flavors technological flavors Mm -hmm. um you know, all sorts of things. And there's no reason why a certain portion of your world, a certain per- portion of your campaign can't really express, since we've been running with the high-low fantasy, I think yeah. a- pretty much anyone listening to this, I'm sure, has already sussed out, this could be anything. I hope so. It, it yeah. could be it could be uh, high lethality versus low lethality. Yeah. It could be, which to some extent might tie into the high and low fantasy in itself. It could be, uh, you know, pseudo-futuristic... Mm-hmm. Uh, Steampunk yeah. versus traditional Western fantasy. Yep. Only uh, humans in the campaign, no other races. I mean, there's a lot of like little things like right. that. Well, and what a, what a perfect way if I'm wanting to run like let's say a really grounded game, but mm-hmm. I know my players like they were really excited about this. Again, I'll use I'll use what I think is kind of an extreme example, but it, sure. I think it works. A uh, you know a a fantasy steampunk vibe that they were just really hyped on. There are certain ways that that could completely dismantle the erection of this low fantasy grounded space. <laughs> there are also ways in which that can be very compartmentalized. Like in our campaign, I'll, I'll, I'll grab a, an example. Um, when we first started the Rovers campaign, uh, uh, shooting it to uh, push up to YouTube, you guys were just departing from Vensa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Vensa, if I had to describe it to anyone, I would say was sort of kind of a um, dark... Little Eberron is a good way, I guess, of mm-hmm. thinking about it. It was very much kind of a, a, a very high magic and uh, kind of tech, tech, technological uh, civilization. Mm-hmm. And and I instantiated that as a space that was not an easy place to get to. It was not a common pass through. It was somewhere you really had to seek out. Um and I think that I, you know, I don't want the whole campaign to feel that way. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it didn't mean that I, I couldn't achieve that in a certain place. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason that, as a DM, if you're running a campaign and you know that there's elements in in terms of trying to find that compromise, right, right, right. Whether there are elements you love as a DM and you know that 
by and large, your players, you know, it's not their go-to mm-hmm. or or the other the other side of that, that it's something your players really are excited about. There's no reason you can't find some segment of your broader campaign that mm-hmm. really expresses, you know, that that flavor, that tone, that you know, mm-hmm. that a, a space that just the broader campaign maybe as a group you couldn't you couldn't come to an agreement that this is really where we want to spend our next six months, year, whatever. Right, and you're you're talking about location, which made me think of like uh, how else we could look at the scope of what you're talking about, and I was thinking about maybe it's the the, the timeline that maybe your campaign starts off your low magic. And that way you get that itch. And then as you progress in levels, suddenly magic becomes more. In the Dragonlance series, you know, um, I, if I recall correctly, and the beginning of the books that the the, the gods were, were gone and they had to discover the gods. And once you discovered the gods, all of a sudden magic started pouring and returned back. back. Yeah. And, I, you know, that, that way you can kind of yeah. introduce. Well, and I think it's a cool way. It's also a really cool way. Again, let's say, too, that, that, that we had this kind of meeting of the minds in the beginning. And it was mm-hmm. obvious that we kind of wanted different things out of this campaign. Right. But seeing as we've played together for 15 plus years, so I don't know how long, it, what, however long it's been, there, there's a good chance old, that man. we'll find some common ground where yeah. we're all going to have a good time. The first thing I think about as a DM is go, okay, I realized that my players made some concessions because I brought to them, these are some things I really want to explore in this. You know, again, let's say it's it's low fantasy. Mm -hmm. But the first thing that comes to my mind is, and we've talked about this in terms of rewards, we've talked about this in terms, it would be very a very cool narrative element. And this could be five levels in, this could be eight levels in, this could be ten levels. I mean, this could be way down the line to start allowing what it really was they were being vocal about about mm-hmm. having as part of the campaign world to start seeping back in. And, mm. and your your example of using time as the variable mm-hmm. uh, rather than location, I mean, already we're identifying ways in which you can compromise with, uh, again, without, I think, without a, a DM losing sight of kind of the world that mm-hmm. that they are trying to instantiate. And, and by and large, I have said it a, a, a once, I've said it a million times, the conflicts that they broker inside this space. It's really hard to broker certain conflicts if super high magic is all around you. Mm-hmm, you know, there's mm-hmm. just some sort of conflicts that it's like, well, we'll solve that with magic. It's no problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a much... It, it, so so I, I do... I, I think that in the spirit of creating interesting conflicts, there might be conflicts that play out in the early portion of your campaign mm-hmm. that by the time the players are, you know, halfway through the campaign, mm-hmm. level 10, level 15, where, wherever it is that they are, that they look back and go, man, if we had access to all of this back then, not just from their level ups, and but narratively, some mm-hmm. something has leached its way back into the world that simply didn't exist in their part, mm-hmm. that they go like, those early, those early problems that were big problems for us, you know, if we had the gods, if we had the arcane, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. we had the other direction can work, too. I mean, mm-hmm. what a cool uh, ticking clock for the party to know that magic is seeping out of oh, the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and again, what, uh, interesting conversations to have with casters in that regard to go, oh, yeah. you know, at some point you're going to begin slipping mm-hmm. into different different class space, different role, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, hearing you talk about this, it's like, well, one thing. We, we, we harp on this, not every episode, but probably like every other episode that 
there has to be that trust at that table. That when I when you tell me come season two, I've really started thinking that trust isn't that important. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I know this seems like a one eighty from yeah, everything I was like. Uh, yeah, it is a little one eighty <laughs> from everything you said before. But um, that Kel's dead, by the way. <laughs> I saw it trust. coming a mile away. <laughs> Rocks fall. He's dead. Um, Dang it! I, you know, you Sorry, I didn't mean. I didn't mean to be really. No, no, no. Uh, but I, 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 I think I have an idea where you're, yeah, yeah, you're talking ahead. about uh, trust being an important part of that yeah. equation. So keep rolling with that. Um, that if I trust that if I say like, "Hey, man," uh, I, I, uh, hearing your ideas, I it just that's not really what I want to get out of the game. I'm trusting that you're not just in one ear and out the other. And I also it'd be nice if you validated it and be like, "Hey, man, okay, I hear what you're saying. Don't worry." Uh, I, I I will take that into account, and I just really want to try this low thing. Just trust me, things are going to be okay. If we have that conversation open and honest, I don't think it'd be a problem. And as long as you deliver on it, of course. Yeah, yeah, and I, and and again, I think that's another really important thing with with w- in the context of misalignment is that exact conversation that you kind of outlined mm-hmm. is the the party. Let's say this is an entire table of players mm-hmm. and we're all having likely what amounts to something like a session zero mm-hmm. or however you begin organizing your new campaigns um, is that, that as, as those ideas are, are being reciprocated that mm-hmm. if you come to a consensus, like you, you guys have kind of signed a verbal contract. Like, Hey, we're about to spend the next, Six months, year, what have you, and just like you How said, how many years have we played? Like if two, well, three years? this is we're, we're going into the fourth year on oh. Rovers campaign. Dang, big time. Uh, but but it's a perfect example of if 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 I go yes, I hear everything you're saying. This is going to be awesome. I've got some great ideas. Like mm-hmm. this is this is going to be cool. Um, and vice versa, you hear what I'm what I'm saying, and we both. Well, then if if we start that campaign, and and none of that is being delivered on mm-hmm. um that's I, I think i think i i think in both directions like obviously as a dm part of me enjoying being a dm i i don't know i don't know i'd be I, I, I love to hear i'm gonna put a poll up i'm gonna put a poll on youtube Ooh, you watch the poll yes we can do that now wow the it's power so it's so sweet <laughs> You know, until until like uh, thirty people just dump off the subs and we're back to not being able to. I don't even know how that works. <laughs> don't do that. Don't please. do it. Don't do it. Um, but uh, but it's also a deal where again, you guys have come to this agreement. So I I really think it's something where where um, as the campaign is moving through its initial stages, mm-hmm. if all of the players are sitting across the table moping their way through the portion of the campaign while they wait for their mm, their yeah. dog treat. Yeah. That's that's not compromise. That's, that's not that's not yep. holding up their end Very of the bargain. Yep. The idea is like we need to embrace the fact that we want different things out of this and and trust exactly the point. Trust that you guys I need to trust that you guys are going to be as invested in in the 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 scope and the the expression of that world when it doesn't perfectly mirror what your expectations are mm-hmm. and i need you need to trust that i am going to try to find ways to validate those yes you know the 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 aspects of the game that mm-hmm. you really to some extent too there it should be said that if i am a dm who goes like 
what I want to run are, you know, uh, grinder, funnel dungeon, you know, just screaming death and misery. Yay. Uh, such that occasionally one of your one of your uh, heroes will live on and we will eventually... That's what I want to do, and I know that's what I want to do, and I know I'm going to get very little to no enjoyment out of doing something like a high fantasy 5e space. Right. There's also there's also that space to say this this may not be your table, this may not be your group, or this may not be your only group is 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 one of my points too is that if you as if we started our next campaign okay. and I said, "Hey guys, I'm really wanting to run this uh low fantasy vibe. I uh, think it's only going to be like a 3 or 4 level deal. It's kind of right. a, a shorter campaign." Um, what do you guys think about that? And you guys go like, well, you know that we're, you know, you know where our head kind of generally lies, but yeah, let's try it out. Let's see, you know, you guys might also go, I need to scratch that high fantasy itch, or I need to scratch that. Maybe I'm running a fifth edition game and you need to scratch the OSR itch or you know, whatever it is. No, there's nothing about one relationship. We've been talking about this in relationship terms. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing about this group of friends that stops you from having that group of friends. That's very true. And and especially, I would say, as a DM, are you because, cheating on me, Tom? Especially as a DM, <laughs> I would say that uh, <laughs> it's getting close to Valentine's Day, and I really wanted to break it on the day. Ah, oh, you're so, you're you're a classy. Gentleman. Watch for that special Valentine's episode. <laughs> um, no. Uh, but and I think this is especially true for DMs. I can't speak well. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah. But I think also because I think it's far, generally speaking, it's far easier for a DM to go, "Hey, I want to start another table." Yeah, and they just start another table. Yes, I think um, it's easier. Uh, so in that regard, as a DM, if you are if you are running a game, like I mean, it's a great example. I love the Rovers campaign. I I, I mean, it's 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 my main squeeze. Yeah. Yes. You, you, you're coming back, huh? i'm I'm, like i said we will have the conversation on the valentine's episode uh but it doesn't change the fact that like and and it's not so much from a a a place of discontent it's from a place of exploration Mm. you can i I can't not violate the contract that we've set up in the rovers campaign and wildly explore other aspects of gameplay it just you can't do both yeah. Um, so that would be a really strong uh, opportunity as a DM to go, hey, do you have other players who want different things out of the game? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, cool. I mean, obviously running the game is a big a big uh, responsibility in and of itself. So running two games, even more so three games, you know. And uh, But if you are feeling like, man, I really want to scratch that XYZ itch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for one, have been just jonesing to run some Barum, and I've been jonesing to run the Burning Wheel. Um, and I can't, there's no way I can go like, hey, guys, for these next couple levels, we're just going to run some Barum instead. Like, it just, it, it, it's not fair to you as players. Right, it really, right, right. It would undermine the trust that I, as a DM, entered into a contract that that we are going to deliver what we are delivering and 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 I wouldn't want that to change. That's the other mm-hmm. thing is it would it would change the rovers yeah, experience. Ro- yeah, yeah, exactly. And so taking the opportunity to find where like if you really have identified a misalignment and just go uh, like the original comment, just go like, man, I love building dungeons, but my players don't like dungeon delving. That's just not what they, you know, they want to play a more city-bound political intrigue game. Mm-hmm. Great. There are players that do love delving dungeons, so 
rather than trying to convince your current playgroup that they should love dungeons, because they are not going to convince you that you should not love building dungeons. Right, right. Maybe there's an opportunity to go, okay, this is a place where we are misaligned. Yeah. But here's a place where that other alignment you know, lines yeah. up perfectly with these players. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. could also go for DMs, too. If for, I, I'm sure there's many people out there who multiple people within their group are DMs or they know multiple DMs. That might be a way of of appeasing that misalignment right? Uh, without, without having to really butt heads and grind within just that one table space. Right, I don't know, right. What are your thoughts as a player on that? Yeah, uh, my first thought is like, well, if I uh, if I'm spending the time, I kind of want to get my because I as players, I don't know if this is true or not. I feel like we can be kind of we can choose. So like, if you're all of a sudden like, ah, I, I, I don't, I, I, you don't have to elaborate on that. What do you mean by we can choose? So like, if you're doing a game that I not particularly want to do, and uh, the the itch isn't getting scratched, I'm no okay. I'm just trying to think. I think similar situation. The problem is, is like I'm trying to think and not have any experience with it because you pretty much run games that I like playing. So I haven't really been like, oh man, I'm not getting this itch scratch. So I haven't really. But well, let's say for instance, let's say for instance, you just had the itch, like, because I, 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 I well, I'll, I'll be here. Maybe I'm way off base. Mm-mm. If I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, you wouldn't mind running some beer and pizza D and D. Yeah, just just destroying monsters, yes. room after room, yes. slaying things. Yes. You know, not having to worry about uh, the the bigger problems of the realm. Right, it's this one. Not having to get my accent just right. <laughs> yeah, you better step it up. I'm trying, <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> trying. Look, I I forwarded you to those links to the community college acting program. I've started. I've already spent three thousand dollars on lessons. So here's hoping I can pull it off in the next session. Right. Well, it better be money more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but but so as a perfect example, yeah. like, it may not be something that's digging at you. Like, man, like if this doesn't get injected yeah. into the Rovers campaign, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. But if you came to me and said, "Hey, what would you think about just running some beer and pizza D and D?" I would go say when. Like, yeah. I, like, but that would be the DM. So as a player, to find a table, I think is a little bit harder than the DM saying like. You know what? I want to do a survival horror sci-fi. All right. Cool. Hey, uh, maybe there's even a person at your table like, hey, do you want to run a sci-fi horror thing? He's like, oh, God, yeah, that'd be perfect. Hey, do you have any friends you think that, no, not these guys, but, you know, their friends? Boom. You got it done in, like, two seconds. Yeah. Oh, well, I think it is definitely a bigger undertaking. But it's also something I would say that I think you're you're highlighting is, there may be all sorts of ways where in this campaign mm-hmm. you are misaligned with your, but you may find that two, three, four people that are at your current table mm-hmm. would also love to run a sci-fi horror campaign, just not in this campaign. You know right, what I mean? Right. And, so have like and, a, a, a campaign within a campaign. Oh, that's not quite right. Well, but. well, just to say, like, like you may come to find as a DM that just because as you were starting this campaign out, you didn't all align on. Well, if we're talking about fa- low fantasy, high fantasy, sure. we're not even talking about sci-fi. We're not talking about horror. We're not talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may come to find that if you just pull your your table, or more, I would say, more importantly, from the player standpoint, if a player were to say, you know. There aren't many requests. Like if any of the players at the table said, hey, would you want to try to run XYZ? I I really struggle to think of a scenario where I wouldn't go like, I'll give that a shot. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I mean, and so 
so players may also find too if they're feeling like, hey, there's an aspect of the game I'd really like to explore more, but this clearly isn't the right space right. to do it. Your DM may be wide open to doing something on the side. Right. They may also be barely treading water as it is. So, yeah. so there's that consideration then, too. That just made me think like, okay, if as a player character I want something different, well then it's time maybe to switch hats a little bit. D try to DM your own high fan. Okay. You know, try to do that kind I of I love that. I hadn't considered that, but I love that segue of And and in many regards, it's probably one of the motivating factors that moves a lot of players to D the DM chair mm -hmm. is that desire to reach out and grasp something that they just don't have from their current game. They might yeah. still they might still be a player in that game. They right, love right. that game, but they go, "Man, I've always wanted to explore." I've always wanted to be a god and have my NPC be the best of all the PCs <laughs> and. I've, I've always wanted for my players to hate coming to my game, but show up anyways because I play in the three other games with them. Um, no, but I, I, I think that that's a great suggestion. And in fact, when you talk about the difficulty of doing that transition as a player compared to a DM, that's a, I mean, what a perfect catalyst mm -hmm. to say, instead of going to your DM and saying, hey, how would you think about running this? Go to your DM. I, I promise you, if you go to your DM and say, hey, I've really been thinking about wanting to run a survival horror. Would you want to play in that? Mm. I promise you, 99% of your time, there's not a DM in the world. And, and the thing is, is, it doesn't matter how much you love DMing. It's just not that common that you're approached by someone wanting to DM you. Right. And and so it's it's one of It's hard not to get sexual that one, dude. <laughs> We're encroaching on forty, and but don't don't worry, don't worry. We will maintain the uh, we'll maintain the humor of roughly eleven year olds. Yeah, that's what we bring to yeah. uh, the D and D space or uh, table. Sorry, tabletop RPG. We're we're branching out. That's right. Yeah, I I so uh, one thing uh, I I one last point, and then I think I'm ready to kind of yeah, get I think into summary space. Well. But uh, we we touched a lot on the really the nature of compromise in in TTRPGs mm -hmm. and finding doing what you can to find that alignment mm -hmm. where you can uh, and acknowledging that you're not going to align perfectly. And that's cool. Like, yeah. Again, I, I think actually it's a good thing. Yeah. Because um, well, you're human beings. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like I said, I just think the ways in which it will uh, test you to experience the game in ways you would never allow yourself to experience, you may come to find that you actually like things about the game that you wouldn't have asked for, mm -hmm. uh, both running it and and uh, as a player, uh, that is not to say, though, that there aren't spaces where you simply go, and I kind of touched on this uh, on the DM side anyways, where you can just go, what you guys are asking me to do, I do not want to do. I have no interest in running that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's important. And I think... Boundaries yeah, again, is what it's called. Uh, another Boundaries. You're welcome. Mm. Yeah. What are those like? Um <laughs> You're a DM, dude. That's all you are, are boundaries. It's, well, well, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I do know what that's like. Um, but but I think, again, I, I love your pivot because I hadn't really, this hadn't been the natural pivot. I think it's a great place. If you guys all sit down and you're going, hey, we're starting our next campaign, mm -hmm. and your regular DM, your forever DM, just goes like, look, guys, we did high fantasy. I'm, I just don't want to do that again. Yeah, not for the eighth time in a row. Yeah, if... If the entire rest of the table goes like, we do really want to do high fantasy stuff, that is the perfect time for one of those players to go, I'll run the high fantasy. There you go. Yeah. And it's it's not a matter of, 
you know, and now that DM then has a choice. Like, do I want to be a player in high fantasy? They may still go like, I wish you guys all the best. Right. But Take there's a break. A, there's a different thing that I'm wanting to do. Yep. Um, but, uh, but I do think that at, both as a player and as a DM acknowledging that like there's, there's just going to be some games you're going to get so little out of. It's not worth your time. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's better to acknowledge that than to be the guy who, misses every third session and then stops showing up altogether and always has a, you know, whatever going on life yep. is good. You know, it, it's like, we, we get it. You don't want to be part of this campaign. Right, right, right. Just come to terms with that yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, all for the better, the rest of the table is going to get along just fine. Yep. Uh, and you can then spend your time finding that table, whether you're a DM or a player that is going to now be doing the thing that you're really yes. going to get that itch scratch. So uh, I think that's a, an important aspect. But uh, hit me with hit me with your unless you have more to add to that. But hit me no, with no, your... no. I think that, that that was a great a great little uh, added there. But hit with my takeaways here. Yeah, give me your give me your summary takeaways. Yeah, um, um, or the 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 player side. Um, you know, any mm-hmm. any thoughts for finding yourself in the weeds by way of alignment. Yeah, so you, you find yourself in misalignment. Uh, I think it, when you're sitting down at a table, uh, we're not playing video games. We're playing a TTRPG, which has its own unique setting and that you need to embrace that if you're going to get the most out of this hobby that you possibly can. Uh, okay, so so you, you're coming at it with the right attitude. Okay, what is the misalignment? And don't just be like, uh, well, you can, but I mean, I strongly urge you to find out what is the root cause of the misalignment. Once you get to the root cause, then you can kind of work around it. And from there, you can make maybe some compromises. Maybe you look at the scope of what you're talking about. Maybe you look at the scale of what you're talking about. Maybe you can make some things work in there and through trust and communication, find a good place to be and the ta- everything just goes along swimmingly. And that's the best case scenario and that's awesome. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, uh, you have to kind of uh, look at what's going on and see, like, hey, my DM has is going a direction I don't want to go. Are you going to be happy at that table? Right. And if the po- uh, as in relationships, if you're looking at it and the negatives are starting to outweigh the positives, that's a good sign. Like, if you walk away most of the times from sessions, be like, I just don't like this anymore. That's a really good sign that you probably need to get out of there before uh, it gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And then, hey, find another table. That's one thing. And I, I, uh, I, uh, I uh, finding. The DM hat and uh, putting it on your own head and trying your yeah, own thing. That's that's a huge. I don't know why that wasn't one of my first yeah. thought processes, but I really like the idea of that being a natural segue for a player. Yeah. Um, uh, summary for me. Uh, I, I mean, so much of what you said, I think, uh, lands on the DM side. Uh, the first real summary is the just the smooth cherry. Uh, one mode. per episode. God damn it. Okay. Um, <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> the uh, I I I I would echo virtually everything that you um, everything that you just outlined, and I would also um, I would also yeah I, I I don't even think I need to to repeat it. I think you you pretty much nailed that that aspect. Damn yeah. straight. It it mm. it would have sounded better coming out of a DM's mouth and 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 probably. You know, more cohesive and congruent to the world at large, but that's that, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the the only point that I would add to that is um, that realizing that there's a misalignment is a good thing. Mm. It's it really is a good thing because because 
like I said, the the likelihood that everyone at the table is perfectly aligned is next to zero. Right. That's good. Point. Um, good point. And if, like you said, that misalignment has pushed you to the point where you think it, maybe it's time to, you know, a, as a DM or uh, really or as a player, that shouldn't be a contentious process. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if everybody understands that at their table, anytime they're sitting down, you know, what is transpiring is the middle ground. Mm-hmm. You know, now that middle ground might be, you know, you might be a fraction of an inch difference, but you're but still, still finding middle that middle ground. ground. Yep. Or you might be miles difference and you're finding this middle ground. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, could be some really uh, great experiences in, in, in parts of the game you wouldn't have subjected yourself to uh, otherwise. But realizing that you are always playing in that middle ground space, it it should be not unreasonable for someone at some point to say, hey, this middle ground is just further from where I want to be at the mm-hmm. table. And and that's cool. I mean, mm-hmm. like again, as a DM, if if someone said, Hey, this isn't the campaign that, you know, this is this really isn't what I I uh this isn't where I want to be. This isn't the 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 you know, more power to you. Like, mm-hmm. like it's it's far better for our table and whatever table you end up at mm-hmm. that you acknowledge it and do it than pretend you're having a good time. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's it is very apparent to I think to everyone at the table yeah. when a session is rocking and not and and just it's on and and going, and when a session is. You know, oh, it feels yeah. it feels you know. dirty almost, and not the good kind of dirty. No, it's a bad kind of dirty. The bad kind of dirty. So that that's the biggest thing is is it's it is not a there's there's nothing pejorative about that process. There's mm-hmm. nothing you know. It's it's it, in fact it should be expected really to some extent. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be wanting different things every time we all have autonomy. We all have our own. Yeah, absolutely. Express a little agency, a little player. Wow, agency. that's that was like one of our first Throwback. episodes. It's still one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it was a good one. So if you check it out. that out. Jump back. <laughs> Give it a million <laughs> we're, views. We're getting, we're getting on the same wavelength. Right? Uh, you know, um, Tuesday. You got anything? Uh, you got anything else? I think we're good, brother. I I think uh, I think it's. Can I just hand you an open mic? You, you, I, am I going to regret this horribly? Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, I well, fail these more than I succeed on these. It's, right. There, there, there you go, sir. The world is yours.